So basically what happened was a couple's therapist tried to explain to me that I have no right to judge why somebody else is mad or sad or upset or whatever the case may be. Basically, if they're upset, they have a right to be upset no matter what the cause or whatever it is. My counter to that is I believe that I can determine whether or not your fear, your anger, your happiness, or whatever it is, can be a stupid cause. The example I used was spoiled milk. If you're literally crying because there's spoiled milk, I'm telling you, I think you should buy more milk. It's not that serious. But instead, the therapist is like, you should console the fact that they're upset about the spoiled milk. Am I wrong? Not at all. And how the hell do you do that? Like, oh. I need to fit. Actually, hold on. No, no. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Peanut. I want to hear from this office over here because I think he's going to be on the other side. I think Omari's going to have the one. It's the one that's going to have the other opinion. Uh, yeah, I, I just think we're specifically talking about your wife, right? Or our whoever, our partners. So it's couples there specifically. To, to not get into too many specifics, let's let's yeah. stick with the spoiled milk. But, but yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, but but what the conversation is about is about our spouses. Yeah. yeah. My spouse think, is upset and crying about spoiled milk. I think there is a certain point when it is our responsibility as husbands to make sure our wives are happy. Now, no matter what, I'm. I would assume no matter what. Yeah, like you can, you can have disagreements. Like you can argue all of that, but at the end of the day, like all that got you was couples therapy. So, True. would you? You know, <laughs> you came in here talking about. You know, although the caveat, we're not having couples therapy because we're having problems. It's just one of those things that she's a therapist, so she believes in so therapy. She, sure. So, like, Fair. no matter if we're on a high or a low or in between, yeah, you, you should always be, be working towards better, right. which I'm absolutely okay with. Sure. But it's not one of those things that, like, yo, we need therapy before. It's not one yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That's thank God. That's good to know. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, she may think differently though. I, he might be like, yo, I'm gonna sneak this in before we get divorced, but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> from my side, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, my, you know, me and my wife argued today about something that is probably trivial, but at the end of the day, like it is our responsibility to each other to make sure that, you know, we're happy. It's our responsibility to ourselves too, but to, to each other that we're, that we're happy. So but to your point, Morris, so how many times are you going to bend over to where you're not happy? Yes. Well, if it's spoiled milk, this shouldn't make you unhappy. But it, it starts there. It, but it's your determination because you don't think spoiled milk is that important. We're just using that as an example. But I think that the topic at hand was that I shouldn't be able to determine what they're upset about. I use spoiled milk because it's a 
it, it's such an out there thing that like nobody would really cry about spoiled milk, you know? Yeah. But you understand the concept of like mm-hmm. you determine what you think is important and not important. You determine what you think is worth an argument or not an argument. You determine if, bruh, you're really sitting here crying because you ran out of chocolate cake. Like you're in tears over chocolate. You know what I mean, like right. you understand the example. Yeah. Um, you know how I don't know what the I don't know what the threshold is or the limit is of that, but I think you know it. I think like the only answer I have for this particular you know example is I think you know there's a certain part you know point where too far is is too far but if it's something that it's not that big a deal then it's it's, it's not that big a deal but who makes that determination of it's not that big a deal do you or does she because she feels that way um I think there is right there is the point. Everything else is fluff around it. But I think I believe that I make that determination of not do I care that you're upset. I care that you're upset. But do I believe that you can handle it differently? Do I think your feelings can be right or wrong? I know most people would say you can't like have a wrong feeling. I believe you can. Yeah, you can't say that to a woman. Well, women yeah. don't have right or wrong feelings. Which is why I was just arguing for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the big the biggest question like that he said was um <clears throat> whether it's your determination or is it is how they feel determining it. And I think for them, it's how they feel. I'm saying you just because it's not a big deal to you, I'm saying don't mean it's not a big deal to them. I'm saying so you got to not necessarily feel how they feel, but just try to console them. I'm saying just for the feeling, not not necessarily for the spoiled milk. So then help me out. What should I do in the situation? Make whatever example you want to, Marvin, of your wife is crying about something that you deem is not that important. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you deem is, is trivial. How do you handle it? I mean, we might fight about something. What was it? I would say something small, like like the trash. You that know, she, she thinks is a big important is very important, right? Right. And you don't. And I, 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 of course, I think it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying you can have a dirty house and a stinky house and shit like that. But you know, you know, with women, when they want you to take the trash out, they want you to take it out right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Instead, of, you might be playing a game or doing something else. And then, all right, I'm going to take it out like two hours later. But to them, oh, you don't, you don't listen to me. You don't care about my feelings. Yeah. like <laughs> So <clears throat> for when I, earlier days, I used to be like that. Like, yeah, like, that's not that serious. Like, I'm not just going to jump whenever you say you need me to do blah, 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 fighting back. But after a while, you realize it is small. I'm saying, and it's something that you can you can do, you can take care of, and you know what I'm saying. But in a, after a while, you're like, all right, I'm I'm sorry. I'm saying my bad. I did forget about that. But but before you might have fought about it, just because you want to stand your ground as a man, 
and I'm gonna take it out when I want to take it out. No. <laughs> should have had a little, had a little it, boy. It made him take it. Out. It, it, I, I, I got to do that. Shit. You follow me over that Everybody but you in the same boat tonight. Like, All right, we ain't got that. <laughs> and you got lucky. I, I didn't take the trash out in at least a good two, three years. Hey, <laughs> that's a bullshit. All right, Peanut, jump in there, man. Right. How am I wrong, man? How am I wrong? Teach me. For like so I'm about to get yelled at. About like two months. Uh, you're not wrong in my opinion, but <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much the same with you. Like, it ain't, ain't about to be no crazy emotion. Like, I I seen a couple of tears, and I just like, what you crying for? Like, I let it slide. Like, it, it ain't. It ain't no you can't say that. You can't say that. No, that's why I don't go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> You missed the whole conversation before you came in. I tried therapy twice. I walked out on the nigga. It was like mid-session. I was like, all right, this nigga talking out of his ass. I just walked straight out. I, was like, I, I need a, I need a therapist. It, for, for one, if I do therapy, it got to be a black therapist. I can't talk to someone that can't relate to me. Dude's black. Dude's black. But I got I, a black I, therapist, too. Right. I, I've... We've had two different therapists, and my big takeaway is therapists, in my opinion, from what I've seen, think the same. And my wife is a therapist, so I think she thinks the same as well. And I think when they say something, it like she almost believes that it has to be true because now two people are saying it, which I, I, I could be wrong. But in my opinion, it's like... Nigga, y'all read the same book. Like that doesn't make y'all right. Y'all just happen to see, read the same book. Of course, y'all have the same opinion about this. Y'all got the same training. <laughs> you're you're already going in there on defense because it's like she got the same training you got, and so y'all she already know what you're going to say, so she know what to say. Shit, she had the position where she could hold some shit back just so. He don't be like, well, you know, you're wrong about that. She's like, all right, if I say this, it's going to come off wrong. Like, yeah, you just, you in a lose-lose situation in that one, man. I, but I don't think, I, I don't think, I think out of respect for the craft as a therapist, I don't think she would do that. I don't know, because. Because that seems disingenuous. <laughs> have, have you never been in a situation where you're wrong the and still argue that you, that you were right, though? Sure, like, but like, I'm not a therapist. Like. As a therapist, you know how they always say, you know, if you so and so didn't cheat the game, but they still human though. Like these are superheroes. Sure, I understand that, but I, I think you have a as a as a as a trained therapist, I feel like you would have a level of respect for the craft of therapy and the the you didn't you you as the one who initiated this didn't go in there to lie like that doesn't make any sense so understood i I don't think yeah like i don't think that that would be a thing that would happen now like if any of us and our wives went in there sure that could be a thing that happens but i don't think in this particular case because of her background is that that's something that would happen man bring her on let's ask her that's just gonna be an hour of me getting yelled at. I'm not. No, I'm not about to just get yelled at on camera. This is a bad idea. 
Maybe See, one day. My problem, maybe one day, but not today. I think my problem with this situation is like, I know like I'm, I'm okay with you know, having to console them and be there for them you know, saying at all times. But we all got daughters and stuff too. Like they cry over every little thing. You know, saying at, at what point? You know, saying a lot of it just gets fake. You know, saying to where it's like, oh, you'll be all right. Come here. Taste, you just yeah, like <laughs> so a, lot of, was, a lot of respect from them. I feel like from 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 the kids, but like like I said, even for some women, it's like y'all just whining, crying over everything. So it's like, to what point is it? Am I babying you or uplifting you? Like, so that was my my counter for one of the things the therapist said. Um, <clears throat> it was basically, if you see somebody cry, you should console. Mine was like, well, at some point, it becomes almost like a boy who cried wolf. Um, the first time you see somebody cry, it's a very, very big deal. Mm-hmm. Second time, big deal. Third time, something's probably wrong. By time 200, you're like, all right, like, what's up? That type thing. And I brought it to... Um, an example of a kid. The first time we're all parents. The first time you were in a different room and you you heard your kid cry. What did you do? You just dipping. You sprinted to that room like, oh my god, my kid's about to die. Now that we've all been this, at least everybody in here has been here at least two and a half years. If you hear your kid and it's not like I mean, you know, like something's wrong, cry. You know, but if you hear your kids crying. crying. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to go in there? Yes. But are you going to like sprint like, oh, my God, my kid's about to die? No, because you heard it 200 times. And now it's like it's not the same anymore. Aubrey cried so much. I don't want to go running. I just be like, all right, if it's bad, she's going to come to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> come here. What you do? But I don't right. think I don't think that point was understood. It was like. If there are tears, then you must console. Or if there are tears, then you must feel bad. And again, that was my counter. Yeah, but I think I think that depends on the on the on the person. Like my, if speaking for kids, yeah, I think it's a it's it's an unfair comparison because kids be crying about anything and everything. I was trying to get Amira to eat green beans last night, but she wanted French fries, and so. We give her a green beans, she go ham. But when, put a fryer in her hand. that stuff too. But you don't get them not Chipotle, and you get. <laughs> you gonna hear about I that? But I don't. Yeah, get them some I don't think your wife is. Chipotle, they gonna but I don't think you. your wife. But I don't think your wife is crying literally about that. She's. Fuming. I could be wrong. She might not cry, but she's fuming. There's anger tears maybe coming out of her. Well, she angry. She disappointed in you. Man. That's that's diff- That's a different thing that I can't speak to. That's just disappointing. So I guess it doesn't letting her down. I, I, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be a kid. We have a, a friend in our friend group that gets angry a lot. When 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 there's a confrontation, it's automatically taken to scream, pure anger. Let's fight. The first time you see somebody react that way, it's like, oh, my goodness, what did I do wrong to escalate this situation to where it got to here? Because I didn't think it was a big deal. But now we really scream at the top of our lungs. Now, 
if that uh, same person has that reaction to where it's like, F you, no F you. And it's like one of those serious things. Now, I don't believe, at least from my perspective, you guys can answer however you want, that I, I view it the same way. I don't view it as like, what did I do? It's more like, yo, you got a problem with the dead way you deal with confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. I as I agree cuz cuz of who it is though. Like I think you yeah, know it's, it's, like, it's, 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 it's an individual like thing. Like even I I'll, I'll you know throw my wife in here. She doesn't like come to tears often. But I know when she does, okay, something whether whether I did it intentionally or not, it, something's actually wrong here. And so, you know, if we're using if the therapist is using tears as the barometer because tears is like an outlier thing as opposed to just, um, you know, upset and confrontation or whatever, then that's that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, because I'm with you, Amari. If it's tears, yeah, I'm a. I'm a, I'm a yeah, like, like, let's, like, like I either. said, your wife is not about to cry because you went and got Chick Fil A over Chipotle. Mine is but, the opposite. <laughs> she I cried just, a lot. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you know what the sign is though, like yeah, no, because she, Peanut, Bruh, I, 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 nigga, I, hey, I hear you. I'm I can't tell listen, you about listen, your wife, listen, but listen. y'all been together for how long, bro? Twenty years. I find it hard to believe you don't know when something Nigga, is actually wrong with your We wife. was watching the Kanye documentary, Amber started crying, and I'm like, hold on, what did I miss? I'm like, yo, I had to ask her, like, what, what, what you crying about? It's just so sad, bro. <laughs> so sad. Because he, he didn't have his mom. I was like, oh, I missed the whole thing. Like, Hey. Hey. So it, sad. It, I was like, damn, like, we crying over this? All right. You don't know when it's going to spring up. No, I just well, I, I know, but that's not what I'm saying. Like, I, if you're, you, what you're saying is your wife is a crier. She cries all the time for it could be anything. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is that's not your barometer for her. You, but you know what it is. You know when Amber is like actually like upset. I find I, I just find that hard to believe. As long as y'all been together, I find it hard to believe you don't know what your wife's like tipping point is and what that a, looks like. A tipping point with me, yes, but everything outside of me, I don't. Right, but we're talking about him and his wife. Like it's that's what I'm. That's, I mean, because he's talking about spoiled milk. We, we, he's not talking about the actual situation. So if it's like spoiled milk, sure. I, I don't know what the like. I be getting those type of situations, like. Uh, to the point where I'm like, what's wrong? Right, well, but, but, but spoiled milk is a metaphor. Wrong. I'm assuming a metaphor between for something that's yeah. something that he deems small, she deems big, but between them, because exactly. it's because it's kills. I know this. I... <laughs> right, I, I'm not saying, that, but what but, I'm saying it, it's a, it's an interpersonal thing. It's not like she's literally let me, trying. Let me backtrack. Because milk spoiled, that has nothing, that would have nothing to do with him. There's nothing I'm going to ever do to cause that because I know what I can do to cause it. So outside of me, it's going to come random. Like, I know what I can do to cause her to cry. I'm not going to do it. I've been with her long enough that I can't push this button. I can't push that button. Like, mm-hmm. Know them limits. 
I, I do like the way that you explained and, and the word was an outlier. And yes, if it's something that's outside of your normal reaction, then yes, that would elicit a bigger reaction out of me. Even if you were normally a regularly angry person, and now I don't like care when you get angry because you get angry all the time, I, there's still something I can see inside of you that's like super angry. And that would elicit a response from me. Even though I usually don't respond when you are, when you're angry, like it's still the same thing. It's it's what you said when you see something that's an outlier from the normal, but you judge an angry person differently than you judge a traditional person because you know that's kind of their baseline. You know, True. that's all I think it comes down to. Absolutely. Well. <laughs> Hey, good, good, good uh, starting point for us today. All right, my bad. Welcome. That's why I was late. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to According Who <laughs> podcast. We talk about everything, and some shit happens. God, right, thirty minutes in. <laughs> All right. So the next thing that you guys want to talk about was Deshaun Watson. What happened with Deshaun Watson? Hold on, before we get into that, it's um, not on the list, but I feel like it's important. Kyrie, Kyrie won the battle. He got his home games in. <laughs> Kyrie won. Kyrie won the battle. Or, he, or New York won. He, he, he coming into the playoffs on some fresh legs. Like, that nigga won, man. Yeah. If that's he was dropping all them 50 balls. That's the scary part. If, if he get hurt, which is, is likely, then, hey, that nigga street clothes read. But he coming in fresh. <laughs> that's a perfect scenario. He only got to play like thirty eight games. For him, that's that's his average. Does he look better? He Does he look better now? Because he kind of like said "f you" to the system and came out alive on the other side. I don't think he looked better. I I think in the long run, the franchise won. Like, you got a guy that was always getting hurt. You got him to get some rest and. The playoff stretch, he could pick up a little bit more pace and let KD rest a little bit. Yeah. But, like, he stood on his values and morals and what he believes is right, and the whole world called him an idiot. The whole world called him an idiot. He believes the earth is flat, so I ain't going to be on that nigga's back (laughs) too much. I know. He better give a lot of props to to Kevin Durant. He better give a lot of props. Give a lot of props to who? To KD. Because because basically with them winning a little bit and staying afloat still, I'm saying at at the beginning of the season, it seemed like a a big, huge deal. Then throughout the season, it was like, oh, Nets are in first place, second place. Even when KD got hurt, they're still in seventh for eighth place. They'll be all right. I'm saying as the season went on, it turned out not that serious. So now we better thank KD. I'm saying for that they're still afloat and he can come back. And he better thank the playing tournament because if they wouldn't, they're, they're in the playoffs right now. They're in the playing right now. Uh, if they, either. if they, they've they've lost like thirty games in the last two months or something like that. Something crazy. Like they was out there. If there was no playing tournament, it might be because yeah, KD was hurt for a minute and, and Kyrie off and on. So 
It was just him by itself. And that's when Harden was just walking around the court. That's yeah. <laughs> playing thirty eight well, minutes. KD ain't playing. Kyrie ain't playing. I'm Jay. <laughs> I'm just here. This is what happens. With his fat suit. <laughs> that nigga definitely be that's wearing the a fat suit. Amazing part of, of that whole thing is that he he be out of weight. He be out of shape, and then as soon as he get on the court, you be like, hold on, how this nigga get skinny in two days, like, bro, frail as heck too, like, bro. That's a crazy body type that your body is able to do that though. That like, if you just sit for a couple of weeks, you can gain like thirty pounds, and at the same time, if you just work out for like two weeks heavy, your body loses all your fat. That's oh, that's yeah. <laughs> like that's terrible and amazing at the same time that your body's <laughs> able to do that. Like, but just imagine if he just did that all the time. He'd be an animal if he kept the same attitude all throughout the whole year. Yeah, man. Somebody got to pay them salaries, them uh, them tuitions. <laughs> somebody got to do it. Go ahead, Kills. My bad. I cut you off. I, I knew we ain't throw it in there. It, it what, popped up 30 minutes before we hopped on. No, you're fine. That's Kyrie won. I think he looks a lot better at the end of this. Whether or not I think the vaccine is is – helpful, which I obviously do. I'm vaccinated. But I think at the end of this, I think he looks better because he stood up to New York City, stood up to the NBA, called everybody else a fool, and came out, and he's in a great situation now. Like, I, I it seems to me like his cause was just. Yeah, because a lot of people was calling for his job at the beginning, like, cutting. Even I was. out of there. He's the one that needs to be traded for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Trading the OKC. If he ain't gonna play anyways, get him out of there. <laughs> he can sit yeah. down. Like, I mean, there's all sorts <laughs> of stuff. And now he's about to be on a playoff team, healthy, and he he he's not vaccinated, just like the way he wanted to be, you know? That's so circumstantial though. Like But it works. I understand it's but it works. Sometimes the results matter, and in this, results matter. He's yeah, fair enough. Fair sometimes enough. evil geniuses are still geniuses. Like, Kyrie see the future. <laughs> All right, that nigga can't see the earth. <laughs> he can't see the earth. All right, Deshaun Watson. What happened? What's going on? What did I miss? So this week, Deshaun Watson was traded from the Texans to the Cleveland Browns for for how many picks? I don't even see the picks. I just saw the money. Six picks? A lot of picks. That nigga got – he opening up his own bank. he got – with a five-year deal for $230 million, fully guaranteed, even after Mm -hmm. all of the allegations. The criminal allegations were thrown out, but he still has 22 civil civil suits to go against him. So That's why they gave him all that money, so he could pay it off. (laughs) Yeah. Still have over hundred mil left. <laughs> uh, to me, this this shows that cancel culture is just an internet thing. Everyone that you've seen get canceled. Now. How does that tie in? Whoa. Please explain. Oh, explain no, and then more go on that. No, I was I just wasn't expecting him to say that. I'm so, I'm genuinely surprised. Uh. 
because just look at it. Everyone that they so-called canceled Joe Rogan, like, two days later, he getting 100 million, like, canceled. I, I can't even think of all the names right now. But, like, people still out there. You're not stopping their money. Like, it, it's just an internet thing where people, like, cancel them, don't, don't watch the show. They, they try to cancel Dave Chappelle because what he said about transgenders, he signs on for more Netflix deals. Like, when it comes down to business, these are, these corporations, they're going to make their money regardless. They don't care what you're saying on the internet because they know the core fan base of these people are, are still going to support them thick through thin. Like, even R. Kelly. You could say R. Kelly got canceled, but there's bitches still trying to pay his bail money. Like, yeah. <laughs> as wild as it sounds. like too far, but I read a story. He was singing to some little kid on the phone. What happened? He, yeah, yeah, I, abso- absolutely. He was singing to some little kid from his cell, jail cell. Somebody so the, the, uh, the chick's dad is in jail with him. She's on the phone with her dad, and apparently he's like, oh, I'm in here with R. Kelly. He's like, hey, come over here. The girl asks him to sing a song. She starts singing a song. He sings it. But the part people don't realize this nigga must do this shit all the time. Because once he got done, he was like, ah, like that nigga been doing that shit. It's like, I got to do this or, or get my ass whooped, so I'm going to just keep singing. Hey, nigga, get over here and sing. Right. That is crazy. Like Justice, almost? No, yeah. I was talking about the other part. It's like, it's hard to be knocked off of your pedestal or your pay if people were still like allowing their child to even speak to r kelly like like you know what i I don't think she was a little girl she like a a teenager at the least like she's just not older it don't matter she's 30 that doesn't matter i i told you i don't know what it is that nigga in some people's mind ain't Right, and, and, and as long as Deshaun can throw touchdowns, niggas will forget about that shit in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? We done, a lot of niggas done tried to cancel the NFL for all the stuff that they was doing with penalizing guys for kneeling and all that stuff, but niggas are still watching football. I, I know, you know one person that still doesn't watch the NFL after the Colin Kaepernick thing. And at this point, I would assume you just weren't that big of a fan. I mean, you were a fan, but you weren't. But everybody else that it was like, justice for calling, I'm not watching, and not today tree is better, stuff like that. That lasted a week. Well, I guess. <laughs> season. I guess that, that gets me to, to where I come in with this, because I'm the resident Browns fan, or I was the resident Browns fan. Yeah. And I think my I, I'm also a person who – like stopped watching the NFL for multiple years, uh, you know, over the the Kaepernick situation. And I think to me at this point, it's just, it's entirely too exhausting to have to like, do, do I choose to care about like, and and before I say this, I have no judgment about y'all or anybody else who watches football at this point. So that's a personal decision. But do I feel like time and time again, 
I want to continue to compromise my morals and the things that I believe in to watch something that in my case doesn't actually bring me any joy. Like I'm a Browns fan. So all I know is losing, 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 being terrible. Team moves away. Teams come still terrible. Like, so no, that's, hold on. You're not just a power. You were, you was a Cleveland fan, before, and through the woes of LeBron, that like that, that city just nothing but losing. Right. It took until what? I mean, I could, I could see why y'all would root on a rapist for twenty years. I get it. <laughs> I, I understand hey, it. That nigga got me some. Right. So I'm saying, you at least you got something out the deal. <laughs> Up until this point, I can't that's say that I have, and. And so what does he get for, you know, and I will say allegedly because nothing is proven or disproven. He allegedly had over 20 encounters with Instagram masseuses as a professional athlete. We can go over all of that stuff, too, because last week y'all said that the NFL was trying to. uh, It it started out with the team masseuse. That's why I said it was questionable. That was the first person that came up. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it's just like I, I, it's one of those cases where like you 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 see something happen over and over and over again, and you become numb to it until it's on your doorstep, and it's like okay, like you give this nigga the highest, excuse me, the highest guarantee for a quarterback in NFL history by eighty million dollars, and then and, and then. Not only do you do that, you you put all the money in a signing bonus and then make his initial salary a million dollars so that when he's suspended, he doesn't actually lose any money after he sat out a year and didn't actually lose any money. Like at that point, it's, like, it's crazy. And so, you know, at this point, you know, I, I, I said I was going to come back and watch the Browns. Last year, I watched the first game, and then I didn't watch any more football until basically the Super Bowl anyway. So it's not like I'm losing something, but it's just it's it's annoying to have to, like, put what I, you know, the shit that I actually care about to the side so I can enjoy some stupid-ass fucking game. I mean, so with what happened with Ben, are you surprised? For, for this... I'm not surprised by the outcome to an extent. I do think like some of the details I just mentioned are exceptionally nasty. And like I said, I think it hits different when it's on your doorstep. Like I feel like the NFL, a lot goes on that actually doesn't get exposed to the media. And I feel like they've seen those men get taken advantage of so many times even when it's true it's like it's sure i i, I can't say I, I can't say anything to that. i'm sure that happens all the time but i think it's also unfair to say that but then say the same thing doesn't happen to women in a higher like at a higher clip yeah it happens on no, both sides so but that's why we don't know and, and as far as the Browns go, right. okay, so. so let's 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 start from the beginning of this. 
this started, I, I don't uh, know, you, you mentioned the team therapist, and I don't know what happened with the team therapist specifically because I haven't. She was the first okay. one that came out after he, he said he wanted to be traded, like within two weeks of him okay. requesting to leave That's the great. team. Team so last week, uh, Marv said that he thought the Texans were trying to set him up. And I, I find it incredibly hard for the Texans to set up someone by sending Instagram messages to licensed and unlicensed thera therapists on, on Instagram and Deshaun Watson going and doing the same thing to multiple people, over 20 people but at I asked the same time. I asked y'all last week, what is this same thing that he's doing to these women? I need, I mean, I don't want to, I don't care about the details, but what are the details? Okay, we we me, don't have no details about that. All we know is the, all we know is details about the messages. All we know is details about the messages, which I heard wasn't even like nothing crazy. It's just, are you open or are you available? Okay, give me, give me, y'all can keep talking. Give me a second. I have a story from Sports Illustrated from uh, uh, one of the therapists who was not actually in the, uh, in the case, and I'm gonna pull some quotes. That's all I was asking. Kills don't look interested in this one. <laughs> no, I don't do nothing with football. I don't do nothing <laughs> football. I let y'all go when it goes to football conversations. <clears throat> but it's not necessarily about football. I don't it's, it's, right. I don't think this is a. It's it's a, it's a morals thing. Conversation. You're right. I guess more morals right. and money. Yeah. And as far as Cleveland goes, they're like. I'll jump in when, when, when Amari says what actually happened and what he did. Yeah. I, I'm not sure exactly what he did, so I can't – uh-oh. I can't form an opinion. I don't have an opinion. Uh, <laughs> hold on now. Everybody can, can have an opinion. So I don't I have an opinion. I just didn't like my opinion. So I don't have an opinion yet until I get the facts. Once I get the facts, then I can formulate my own opinion. But that's why y'all niggas ain't shit. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it depends on what he actually did. He's being inappropriate and sending messages like, I don't no. know. What, what is alleged is that he is that when he went to these these sessions he would basically take his towel off and be like all right you ready to you know do the thing and she's like bro i'm here to do my fucking job like what are you on that's what i figured that's what you call it. i don't know what the nfl players call it but what i call it is do the thing <laughs> and, and, and based off everything that's what i figured was happening he was either sending dick pics or like Going up naked to the masseuse, like rub me down, a hey, rub me down. You doing your little. Everybody got that dance when you do the. The Valvenus. Well, no, I think it went. So that's what I figured was happening, but I didn't actually yeah. read into it to really know. But right, if, he, if he's doing if he's doing stuff like that, then yeah, you you challenge his character. Morris taking you longer to find out no, all the food in the world for killing kind of about the, the, the women firing. <laughs> Don't do that. Because yeah. we could transition back to there. How all y'all was, was arguing against uh, 
women and men weren't made differently. And I was like, yo, women or men can do no, more than women. That's, that's and everybody went to fight against me. All of a sudden, Leah Thomas is coming in here. We're not. Now all of a sudden, Leah Thomas is coming out here dominating. No, that's not an argument at all. That was a whole different story. <laughs> you tried to tell us the, the, the women begin uh, let off easier. I was like, no, they got the same test. It doesn't right. matter. Men can do more than women, so <laughs> men should be the one doing a lot of different jobs. Man, where this therapist that you be talking to at? Y'all, random one. Man, be talking. All right, so this is from a New York Times story, uh, and this is uh, although the twenty-two suits filed to date share many similarities, only two include claims of sexual assault. Woman uh, Watson was said in both cases to have pressured women to perform oral sex during massages and was accused in one of having also grabbed a woman's butt and vagina. The civil suits allege that Watson engaged in a pattern of lewd behavior with women hired to provide personal services, coercing them to touch him in a sexual manner, exposing himself to women he had hired for massages, or moving his body in ways uh, that forced them to touch his penis. If I'm him, my defense is my president told me to. That nigga said, grab him by the pussy and got away with it. <laughs> God damn. Ain't that the same owner who, who called him uh, inmates? This going to be the longest just... <laughs> that that, that sounds like some Trump shit right there, what he was doing. And don't we all think Trump is a piece of shit? All right. I do. So, can you do, do me a favor, I, I, Pina? I, I got. I, I have a question that I want you to ask uh, your friend. I won't use names because I don't know if it's appropriate to use his name in this context. But that's fine. Can you text him and ask him as a when he was a professional in the NFL? How many massage therapists he had over the course of his time in the NFL? I know of two that he had total. That that I know of. And how know many two. years was he in the NFL? Eight. And were they were they Seven team? Years. That was like nine. Were they? One was a, one was a team. She got locked up, and then there was one outside the team I, that I know. Of. <laughs> she got locked up with a. What's the quarterback that was out there slanging dope? She was a part of that case. Oh, uh, Jamarcus Russell? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, no, on the same team. What was the quarterback y'all had? You know I'm talking about more. Tony Romo? Quincy? Was it Quincy? Uh, Quincy and uh, was it Sam Hurd? Was Sam Hurd part of that? Uh, Okay, and so, and then he had had one other who was also with the team. Is what she said? That you know of, the, the the ones that I that I know of, yeah. Okay. There was two, one with the team, yeah, yeah. Sam Sam Hur was the nigga that got locked up for selling the weight, right? Yeah, yeah. So she, she went down okay. with that whole case, and then he got another one who was with the team. No, he had them okay. both at the same time. So I just think it's weird that as an NFL player, your body is 
your your money. You get paid off of your physical ability. It doesn't seem like the thing that NFL players would just normally do. Go randomly get potentially licensed, but not in every case, licensed therapists off of Instagram. And so even to just that point, that's just some weird ass shit that he has not said honestly, a fucking all, word about in two years. Honestly, all jokes aside, if if that's what he's doing, he just to me is a weird ass nigga. Like, right, that in itself is weird. If that's it's fucking if, weird. If that's what, if that's what you, you guys do to try to get some pussy, you you a weird nigga. Like, right. Especially with with his status, like. His status, you don't have to try no. to do anything. Like, just go to go to the club, right. and they're going to come. And so, to the like, first question for me is, why the fuck are you being weird, and why have you not said anything about it? In, in you're all of the law, or you think you're above the law? I'll just. I'm assuming he hasn't said anything because his attorneys have been right. telling him well, not to say nothing. But eventually, when to. he goes to some, training camp, some, but but I don't think day. anybody on his side has said anything about it. Really, like, I'm sure his lawyer has lawyered it up, but like, yeah, I, shut up about it, right? Prove nothing. And the thing is, so the, once the press conferences do happen, it's probably only going to be like one reporter that's going to call it out. It's not going to be a bunch of reporters be like, oh, they're, they're probably going to talk about the money, how he feels about the new team. Like, there's not that many reporters that got the balls to actually do reporting. Yeah, I, I find it. I, I find that hard to believe. But if that's true, if that's a thing that does happen, it'll just reinforce my decision and make me feel good that I don't have to fucking care about this shit anymore. I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of celebrities act the same way. When you reach a certain status, I'm like, I'm on a pedestal and I can get whoever I want to. And I don't necessarily need the courtship or anything like that. It's like, yo, I pulled my dick out. What you about to do? And I could see a lot of situations like that working until it doesn't work. And then you end up in Deshaun Watson. A lot, of people, a lot of people gotta know you for all that to happen. If you're going in a random spot, they probably know didn't know who this guy is. This is big big Bro, they guy. said uh Cuba Gooding Jr.'s nickname in Hollywood is butt naked. Because when he goes to the parties, he gets ass naked. They they like we know they, like, that's that's, that's the wrong Every example. We, I'm a I'm gonna throw the I'm gonna throw the, the, the clip in here. Uh, somebody sucked that baby's dick. We all know that nigga's a weirdo. Like that's that's the wrong example. There's a good, but I'm just saying, like the way he carries himself around, like the people around him is just like they're probably oh that's just Cuba, like just let it go, and it turned a black. There was a uh, episode of Beyond the Ring, is what it's called. It's about like bad stories in wrestling. Y'all know I'm a wrestling fan. And there was one episode where they talked about the plane ride from hell. It was a plane ride from Europe to the US essentially after a long trip. Everybody's tired. They got unlimited alcohol and a bunch of shit happened. There's people fighting on the plane. There were sexual assaults. There was all that other stuff. But at one part of the story, it focuses on, everybody knows who Ric Flair is. Mm-hmm. It focuses on Ric Flair 
and how basically no matter where he goes, he would wear his like ring robe that everybody knows, like you mean he has some things, but nothing underneath it. And he would just constantly flash every flight attendant, every masseuse, every everybody. And like, it was very much regarded as like, that's just what he does. Right. That's and like, they're like defending it. And, yeah, they're like defending it and laughing like, Everybody in the show is like, yeah, Ric Rick Flair is a very endowed person. He just likes to show it off. So, like, right. what's wrong with you for not, like, enjoying him flashing you? And, like, it was the craziest thing i ever seen. Yeah, they let a lot of shit like that. So I, love, I, think that's, I think that's a celebrity mindset. Like, it's just a whole different life that we don't understand. That people. I don't think that makes it okay, though. I don't say it's okay. I don't think but... it's a celebrity mindset because we knew some some kids and teenagers on teams and shit that just did some weird shit. I'm saying, I don't yeah, know if I said but the different right, and so the difference Running is around naked and at, at the fo- fucking football practice and shit. We the niggas just doing weird shit. But the difference is, Marv, none of those people got $80 million over the highest guarantee ever in the history of the fucking NFL. True. That doesn't surprise me. Rewarded for it because honestly, if, they're not getting rewarded for it. But he did. But if, in, in essence, I was a general manager. I would have traded for that nigga too. They giving him two hundred, but how much the Browns about to is make? There a chance he doesn't play? play. Like, that's, that, that. They, they might suspend him. He, uh, he's gonna get suspended, and I think I don't know, man. Because I, I he ain't gonna get. He ain't about to get a whole season. They ain't about to let him sit out two seasons. He already if sat I was, out. If so I was Big Raj, Big Raj seems to have a, a, a heart somewhere up in that fucking uh, lobster body of his. I, I think <laughs> I think if I was Big Raj, I'm hitting him with two years because then the NFLPA can only bring him down to one. I'm giving this nigga the illest suspension of all time. I know. Of course, he's not going to do it. Of course, he's not going to do it. <laughs> Fucking good. That shit would get appealed by hold on. Them uh, you got motherfuckers getting other rape cases. They gonna Ray Rice got two fucking games. So there's like, if I'm Ray Rice, I would have been suing the NFL just because Kareem Hunt got put put back on the team. But it's not consistent. Yeah, the, the, the whole thing uh, is just it's just fucking nasty. That's Please. everybody's problem with the go NFL ahead, or Marv. Yeah, that's everybody's problem with the NFL that is that they're really inconsistent on physical physical and sexual abuse of women. There's multiple guys that came back and played, like Greg Hardy for the Cowboys. Nasty. Yeah. And the shit he did but then was super sense nasty, like heinous. Then he beat up his, his, his wife? Is that what happened? He beat yeah, up his right. wife and then put, like, all of the guns mm-hmm. he owned onto the couch next to her, onto the bed or something, like, this is what could happen to you if you if you you know keep it up or something like that. Like okay. he went he went way beyond. Okay, I know he did something yeah. crazy. I follow him in the uh, UFC, and like every time he came he out, the whole the whole world like booed him. Yep. And then That's he just got cut by the UFC, and everybody on Twitter's like, "Good f him, he's the worst human being." That's why he keep getting his ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sticking with the uh, NFL, Aaron Rodgers. What happened with Aaron Rodgers? 
I'll go last because I got a little inside story this past weekend on that one. So good, y'all good. Uh, I'll set it up. Basically, Aaron Rodgers got uh two hundred million dollars from the Packers after all of the shenanigans in the world for a fucking year. This sounds like a very similar story that we just talked about. It is a similar story, but he didn't sexually assault anybody. Thank God. Uh, He's just a fucking vaccine denier and manipulator. (laughs) Right. And master manipulator. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we talked about this some. Basically, my issue is like, it's just a, it's a it's a NFL team credibility thing like and i guess at this point i shouldn't expect the NFL to have any credibility towards anything at all for any reason but like to give the the man 150 million guarantee 200 million total after he basically hung them out to dry for 6 months and then and then all the you know the 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 COVID shit. It's just it's just fucking annoying. Like, and my point last week is is actually kind of moot now because of the whole Deshaun Watson thing. My point last week was like, you know, it's good to be white. That the, the white niggas you know win again. But Deshaun Watson came in. And was like, yeah, no, nah, he ain't the only one. But that's because it's Cleveland. It's so desperate. <laughs> I, I would, I would hate to. Cleveland went the only team. Thirteen out there, teams. You know, you know the part that makes it the most frustrating, and I know we just moved away from this, but the Browns were out. The Browns were the first team out, and they say, you know what? Fuck it. They threw that money. Here's everything we got. That is so. To the safe. I would hate to be that desperate for anything. I'm not familiar with NFL salary cap. I'm more familiar with NBA, obviously. Mm-hmm. But in the NBA, if you pay somebody an extreme amount of money, it is very, very difficult to win a championship. Um, because it, it's like there is not enough money to put talent around you. Is the salary structure in the NFL similar to where like he's making so much money that it's like, yeah, we'll put butts in seats, and we might make it to the to the playoffs. But it's very was, difficult to actually win a championship that way. I think I would say they what they said. Usually, when the quarterback takes up most of the cap, they don't. Um, Patrick Mahomes was the one to to prove him wrong. I mean, the the proof is kind of in the pudding there because they paid Aaron Rodgers, and then three days later, his best receiver was gone because. They couldn't afford to pay so, both of them. No, I'll chime in on that one. So this was the little insider. I don't know if I told y'all. I might have told Sean earlier. So told y'all I was in Scottsdale golfing, and we just happened to run into someone that that played college some ball. Peanut with insider music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Hold on, what's the dude's name? I don't want to mess this up. Oh, I'm looking it up. So basically. This well, just so basically what he, is my sources. he told us. My sources tell me. Sources <laughs> Marv knows what I'm talking about. Bryce Butler. We ran into yeah. Bryce Butler. The receiver. So Bryce played college ball with them, knows them very well. And we talked about that situation. And I was like, man, it's crazy. I thought he would have stayed knowing that Aaron Rodgers um, 
said he was staying and kept the money. And he was like, no. He was like talking to Adam, uh, Devontae Adams. Him and Carr had in the works previously, like, yo, your contract's coming up. We should play together because they played college ball together, which I didn't know. Um, So he said during the offseason, he texted him, showed us a text like, Devontae's like, yo, I think we're going to make it happen. And he's like, for real? And so when the trade happens, like, us in the public, we're shocked. Like, hold on. That's his That's his quarterback. Like, where is this coming from? But the whole time, like, from what, from my, my understanding is those two never had the relationship. Like, they had field chemistry, but it's like Aaron Rodgers is one of them dudes, like, it's my way or the highway. So, like, there was no real relationship. It was a work Incredibly relationship, basically. Believable. Like, yeah, that, there, that no fucking friendship. Jordan and Pippen shit was fake as hell. <laughs> that they didn't, that last dance shit, them niggas split as soon as they got the bread. Yeah. So, like, when I think I sent it to, to message to Amori when Aaron Rodgers signed, and I was like, damn, karma got him real quick. But, like, Devontae ain't want to be there anyway. I was I was thinking it was Aaron Rodgers being arrogant, you know what I'm saying? Having people thinking that he's depend too dependent on Devontae, so he let him go. I hope it works out for Devontae, man, because if you look at their numbers in college, they they was it was out there doing their thing. And they got a better squad this year, so that that's a huge upgrade for the Raiders. I hear I hear y'all. Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers, though. He ain't, but he's nice enough. With that defense that they got, there ain't too many quarterbacks that uh, are Aaron Rodgers, but they started to have more success in it. I mean, does. yeah, he lost to Garoppolo in the playoffs, so it really don't even matter for real, for real. <laughs> Jimmy G he only got one Super Bowl, mm-hmm. so I mean, he's not that scary. He's only been he's only been once. He ain't made it back since. Just keep losing all my favorites. Lost lost the Browns. Aaron Rodgers a fucking weirdo. He was my favorite player for the longest. Like, tough year for me. It's hurt. My, my favorite player is a, was a weirdo, too. I had to drop that. Dude, AB? That, that nigga AB. That nigga. He's still my favorite player. AB is less of a some, – somehow, <laughs> in some world, Antonio Brown is less of a weirdo than Aaron Rodgers is to me. That's because he keep it real. Aaron Rodgers, you don't know what the fuck he's really thinking or really trying to say. He's always trying to think that he's saying some smart shit around you. You tell me Joe Rogan's your doctor, bro. It's over. It's over. Anything we had. (laughs) No, he actually said Joe Rogan was his doctor. He said he got tips. consulted Joe Rogan for how to treat COVID. What is Joe Rogan anyway? This nigga is a... Fear Factor host, Joe like, Rogan, what the fuck does this nigga longest, do? For, for 10 years, told people to eat cow penis on TV. <laughs> right. That's it's, it. Like, and next thing I know, he's a UFC announcer, but they was like, oh, this nigga knows he MMA. And he's a stand-up comedian. What, what None of us have ever seen him know. do comedy. I've seen him. No, I've, I've tried to. I've, before. Is he good? I've tried to do his comedy. I couldn't do it. Hopefully, just gets bleeped out when you make this. White comedians aren't funny. 
That's definitely staying in. We all agree with you, right? Not funny. White comedians can have funny individual jokes. Yes. 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 But I think there's just there's no crossover. You want want laugh from end to end, from beginning to end. I mean, they don't they they don't have the crossover appeal that that black comedians do, for sure. It's not enough storytelling. It's like. You really you went up on stage and story. gave me a knock knock joke. Like, no, I'm not laughing at this. Like, it's too. I can't do it. It's it's not funny. So to me, it's 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 too much storytelling with no punchline. That's fair. They be telling the long longest story, and then you get that one little punchline. And I'm like, oh, you build all this up for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I've tried. I've went on Netflix and listened to a lot of them, and I don't think I've ever gotten past about twenty minutes. In any one, they're we just not absolutely funny. Absolutely, you need to do like a, a group review, a group review funny. of a white comedian stand up for, for <laughs> one of these episodes. That's a good idea. Is that allowed? well? I guess that's allowed because people do that on like YouTube, of course, and they'll like listen to other videos and react. Who's the one I tried? <clears throat> Bill, was it Bill Burr? Burr's the Is only that the one, one I'm thinking of? The only one. I'm saying he's he was pretty funny, but it wasn't like I'm laughing the whole He's from Boston, yeah. Okay. Now, I think, you know, he was funny. Louis C.K. was funny. And in, 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 I haven't seen, from what, what I've seen of him, he has the ability to be funny. In, in mm-hmm. longer than uh, Louis C.K., mm-hmm. in longer than a single joke spurts. But outside, they say of that, he's like the goat as far as white people go. They say he's like the goat, like him and George Carlin, like yeah. who died twenty years ago. Like it's tough out here. I said that's the nigga that was whipping his meat out, but asking for permission. Yes, he's absolutely. <laughs> How you go up to a female? You mind if I beat my meat? But <laughs> back to Joe Rogan. No, I don't think he's that funny. Yeah, but I used to uh I used to listen to a lot of I don't want to say his whole podcast, but clips of Joe Rogan's he's, podcast. Listen to his clips too. Yeah. And I, I don't I, used to listen I don't to think clips. he's as bad as Amari makes him out to be. Like I think he is I don't he's not a doctor. God. I think he's knowledgeable in a lot of different areas. He's a person that has Okay. Maybe not knowledgeable. He's experienced. He's talked to a lot of people. He's talked to a lot of people. He's experienced with a lot of different people. He is so, not a fucking doctor. Yeah, when it comes right. to Aaron Rodgers and the NFL <laughs> mandated vaccine say, vaccination. Whatever you say, like, he's not a doctor. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Yeah, so he can hit, we could we could, he could he could look that that shit up himself on Google and you know, saying see a whole essay about it, but. That don't mean that the NFL is going to let you get away with I'm it. I'm still waiting on Aaron Rodgers' fucking book report about all the research that he did. Where is that? <laughs> that's what I, I want. See that. nah. he, got, he went on the CDC that's, that's website just like everybody else. No, he didn't get them, that info from the CDC. He didn't get, he didn't get it from there. Joe Rogan. He didn't do no research. Does anybody have anything else they want to add before we wrap this up? Anything else going on the internet that we didn't touch at the beginning? I know we kind of started off hot. I got two things. I got two things I'll add. One is a recommendation. 
and the other is a congratulations. Uh, recommendation, Game Theory, Romani Jones, hilarious. On HBO Max, if you ain't watched it, watch it. It's just some talking about sports or life or what is it about? Uh, sports. Okay. Uh, it's I like, like a sports late night show. Um, and then congratulations. Uh, we didn't talk about Supreme it at all Court. when it happened. Supreme Court. Uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. Uh, she's going through Senate hearings right now, and the Republicans are being completely fucking weird. But that's to be expected. Um, but congratulations for even being nominated. Thanks. Drop more clues bombs for that. Man for me. All right, I got this for another episode. Go, Cowboys. See you next week.